welcome back to the Race Forward pod. This is your host, Lydia Igwe. Ensuring gender diversity and inclusion can be challenging, especially in the STEM-related industry. Today's guest, however, demonstrates that diversity and inclusion being tightly woven into the workplace culture is equally challenging but achievable. She has a track record innovating the design and delivery of a wide range of strategic DNI solutions in the workplace. She's passionate about weaving inclusion into leadership and management practices and draws from her challenges and intersectionality to help others break through barriers and maximise their potential. Her drive is to change behaviours to reduce bias, create a sense of belonging and further understand DNI. She's also worked with government departments and agencies actively leading and managing strategies to promote a sustainable, diverse and inclusive workforce. Join me in this inspiring conversation with Vicky Bauer. Vicky is the Head of Diversity and Inclusion at BAE Systems PLC Maritime and Land. Welcome to our podcast, Vicky. It's such an honour to have you join us today. How are you? I'm fine, Lydia. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. I'm really looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, no, brilliant. So let's kick off with the obvious question. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your role at BAE Systems? Yeah, sure. So I lead on the diversity and inclusion portfolio for BAE Systems Maritime and Land. And I'm also the BA Systems Gender Inclusion Lead for the whole company for the UK and our overseas businesses, with the exception of the USA, who have their own um, DNI function. And for me, it's, it's, a, it's a really good opportunity to be involved and a fascinating time to be involved in, in the work that I'm doing, especially in this company. Uh, especially you know with all the recent events and uh, and the fact that it's at the forefront of product design and, and testing commissioning and how you know diversity is so important to that so for me that's that's where I kind of come from I, I'm providing strategic support and leadership on, on the agenda. Oh sounds awesome very interesting job um, and there's been an increase in the number of girls taking STEM A-levels, additionally an increase in the number of female STEM students in UK higher education. BAE Systems is a company that falls under the STEM category, so what are you doing to attract more women? Oh, this is such an important area for our company. You know, we understand that historically the sector that we're in, the defence and manufacturing engineering sector, you know, isn't really the go-to place for females. You, You get a lot of males going there. And so what we've been trying to do is really drive some change in that and thinking around actually making the sector more attractive and making our company more attractive to females, whether they come in as school leavers or graduates, you know, to our apprenticeship schemes and so forth. So one of the ways that we're doing this is working really closely with various educational institutes in the locations that we're based and offering and investing in STEM subjects such as maths, physics, computer science, and just generally raising awareness of, you know, the enormously rich variety of occupations and skills that we can offer uh, females. And it's not all about engineering or, or, you know, STEM, but more importantly, even within that, you know, there's AI, there's, there's so many different things that you can do that that is attractive. So there's that, that's something we're doing. And, you know, our ultimate goal here is that we want young women to come and work for us, see us a gender inclusive company, and, uh, and that it's not just a male dominated thing and things are starting to change as a result. 
Now, I'm really proud of our track record in attracting young females to date and recognize though there's still more that we can do and we're using our STEM ambassadors to try and get out there and, and really you know, promote us as an employer of choice. That sounds amazing. And you know, actually people do just think of engineering, don't they? There's actually such a broad range in STEM. And it sounds like you've got your feet on the ground working also with partners to deliver a lot of the things you're talking about, which is great. And But what challenges have you faced then when implementing your strategies and, and how have you overcome those? I think for us, the main thing for me is that, you know, in an ideal world, there wouldn't be no discrimination or barriers in the workplace. And we wouldn't need to be concerned about whether people, you know, whether people experience life and work on equal basis. But we're not there yet. So that's one of our biggest challenges around, you know, how do we do that? We really care about our employees, their health, their well-being, the value, the difference, you know, that they bring in terms of their background, skills, knowledge, experience. And we've done some good work in this space. You know, I would even go as far as saying we've done some fantastically great work in this space. But the challenge for us, we haven't really been vocal as we could have been outside of the company. And therefore, you know, for us, our goal is to position us as a leading employer in the defense security company and sector and that we value that diversity and understand you know we need to do more to showcase that fantastic work we're doing um especially in relation to keeping the country safe that we operate in and we just don't shout enough i think that's that's probably our biggest challenge yeah fair enough and so clearly you've made some extra effort then to shout more about what you're doing which is, is now having an impact and from the website it states that focusing on an inclusive workplace is at the heart of creating the right conditions to improve and enrich the business, and most importantly, allow the people within the organisation to thrive. So what are BAE systems doing to create an inclusive culture? I think there's so, ha so much happening in this space right now across the company. The starting point for me is we need to be keeping an open mind, uh, you know, being curious and um, remaining authentic and listening to our employees so that we can make really inclusive based decisions and based on employee insights. And ultimately that's gonna help us because if we value the difference and experiences that our employees bring at all levels of the organization, so this isn't just on the ground floor or the shop floor, right through to our leadership roles and, and the board, it can only help us drive more innovative solutions. And ultimately the customers benefit from that, uh, as, as do the general population because of the nature of the work that we do in our company. So for me, you know, that's some of the things that we really are focusing on is just valuing that difference and, and that employee experience. That sounds great. And clearly you're saying that curiosity and listening is, is at the core of that. Do you, is that making an impact? Yeah, it absolutely is. In the sense that, you know, we've been listening to our employees and on the back of that, we created some employee resource groups. Um, we've got listening forums and, and leaders are taking a really active part as well. So that some of the leaders are running focus groups in, in their messaging, it's more inclusive and reaching out. So for us, you know, that employee voice is really important. And, we, and as a result, we've put in so many things that have been employee led. That's awesome. And in the past, BAE Systems has signed a number of charters and pledges. Could you explain the reasons behind signing all of these and the effect it's had in terms of diversity and inclusion? Yeah, sure, Lydia. I mean, signing up to the external charters and pledges is our way of showing that we really care about the difference that we can and that we're prepared to walk the walk. 
you know, and to drive progress around increasing diversity representation. And that's not necessarily all to do with protected characteristics. It's also diversity of thought and difference in that respect. So it's not just focused on BAME or gender or disability. It's much broader than that. It's life experiences as well. And, you know, it makes us be more proactive as a, and less reactive. And as we all know, Lydia, what gets measured gets done. So, you know, that, that's why we, we do it. It also helps us, holds us to account. So, you know, I was going about talking about the walking for walk, walking the walk, for us holding to account, you know, um, against the progress that we're making. And that is really important. So it's a lever in a way to say, look, we've signed up to this. We can't sit around and do nothing. We have to be proactive. We can't wait for others to do and we follow. Let's be the trendsetters here. I like that walking the walk and, and accountability is so important, especially in diversity and inclusion. And there are many active employee resource groups, as you've mentioned already, including the ones for gender, disability, race, LGBTQ+, according to your website. How important are these employee resource groups, you know, to the to the BAE systems DNI strategy? Oh, they're so important. You know, we encourage all our employees to become members or allies of our ERGs. And, you know, we're really pleased to say that we've got six ERGs now in the company and all of them have got senior level um, leadership support. So our executive committees, executive committee leadership teams, they all sponsor an ERG and, and as a result of the theme that that ERG belongs to. But, you know, more importantly, our ERGs are our eyes and ears within the company. So without them, you know, they are positioned as our valued stakeholders, there are signing, sounding boards, and they play a vital role in helping us to create that positive change we want to make, you know, as well as helping to create a sense of belonging, connectivity and equity for all our employees. And they also support us on a more practical front as well. So as well as being the voice of employees, they're helping us to develop inclusive policies, processes, and help us to work around addressing specific issues, you know, and promoting on leading on diversity events and with benchmarking activities. So they're not just an employee voice, they are a real stakeholder and a go-to place for us. And without them, I don't think we would be doing some of the things that we are doing in the company. So absolutely key to your DNI strategy then. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's really good that you're saying the leadership are actually sponsoring, you know, they're actually proactively getting involved in that. I think that's so important. And clearly the ERGs value that too. So, um, and diversity inclusion only works, as we've mentioned, really, if everyone in the organisation knows, understands the objectives. So how are BAE systems educating the workforce so that they understand diversity and inclusion? The starting point for me has been getting the leadership buy-in. You know, we've had to start at the top of the organization and, you know, their engagement and trying to get them to understand the importance of leveraging the differences. And I talk a lot about differences because to me that that's where it comes from. It's that diversity of thought and walking in other people's shoes. If they can do that, they're going to understand and be able to be more relatable with the employees and the concerns that, you know, and what's happening outside. It's not just about the employees, what's happening in the customer world and what's happening in the defense industry. So for me, you know, all of that knowledge and expertise and, and that engagement that, that we can do with them brings, you know, brings us to a place where we've got achieving better performance outcomes for our employees, for the company, our customers. And the way we've started doing that is through um, direct engagement. So with our executive committees, we do some bite-sized inclusion sessions and 
also doing some more targeted leadership interventions. So in the sector I'm working in maritime and land, I've done a number of leadership sessions with them around cultural self-awareness. So, you know, what's made you who you are and then around habits and behaviors. So now you know what's influenced you when you were growing up to become the person you are. It gives you some insights into what others may be and how different they could be to you. Even if they look the same as you on the outside, they won't be the same as you on the inside. Their experiences will be different. And we're also encouraging and supporting a, a speak up culture in the company. You know, as we know, if employees are more engaged, they're more likely to understand our priorities. They're more likely to feel confident to call out non-inclusive behaviors and attitudes and habits, you know, without any fear of judgment or reprisal. So for me, you know, that's partly how we've been doing, but that's not the only way. You know, there's a number of things that we've done across the company to, to get that engagement. I've already mentioned that we support our ERGs and that we're changing mindsets, for example, through executive leadership, those executive leadership discussions that are taking place. We're looking at introducing reverse mentoring as well as mutual mentoring to, to raise that awareness. And also looking at wherever we can find an opportunity really to be more inclusive through our attitudes and behaviors and practices. So we've got a set of company behaviors that we promote and inclusion is absolutely woven through all of those. And so it's not just about what you do, it's how you do it. And that employee voice and that creating that speak up culture helps us understand how we are landing and how are we addressing these issues and how much people understand what our goals and ambitions are. And, and then promoting and encouraging all our sponsors, leaders, um, and employees to get involved in UK and international DNI events that we have, such as International Women's Day, International Men's Day, you know, a, a range of other ones as well. And just talking about equality and inclusion and what it means for us. So we, as well as that, you know, we, we do team talks where we encourage people to talk about sessions, the ERGs run sessions that they invite panel discussions where they invite people to talk about their experiences these are recorded and then published so there's always an opportunity for someone to get involved wow a, a massive breadth of lots of different things i particularly hung on to that speak up culture um, initiative that just in itself sounds like a whole nother podcast episode <laughs> um, because I'd love to pick your brains on exactly how that even works. Um, but no, that's, that's, that's really brilliant. And I guess my final question for you is, you know, you're doing a lot now, and that's obviously going to have an impact in the short term, long term, even medium term. So what is your vision, I guess, for diversity and inclusion at BAES eSystems? So I think, I mean, our vision is quite clear in terms of what we want to achieve. So for us, we've, We've got two things that we really, you know, two DNI objectives that we're working towards, and that's to attract and retain a diverse workforce that reflects the market availability at all levels of the organization. And the second one is to advance an inclusive workplace where leaders can effectively retain key talent and employees feel that differences are valued and internationally leveraged. But the North Star, I mean, I'm sure a lot of companies have got very similar DNI objectives and, and organizations. But for me, the North Star really is around where we don't need to have a focus on protected groups, where we don't need to put in place targeted activities or interventions, you know, where everyone can just be assessed on their performance, their potential, be their authentic selves, as opposed to their personal characteristics. And as we know, as generations are coming through, you know, Generation Z and uh, are not interested 
they're vocal because of the incidents that are happening on an international basis and raising questions around it. But when they come into the workplace, and certainly my apprentices that are coming into the workplace, you know, these are your 17, 18 year olds, to them, they just want to be valued for the work that they're going to do. And they don't quite understand why are we talking about and why are we focusing in on this protected characteristic? Surely it shouldn't matter. It's all about what I can give and how I can be the best that I can be. So yeah, that's that's where we want to get to. We want to get to a place where actually I don't need to be in a role. There isn't a need for someone like me or others like me because we've we've moved so past that. Oh yeah, no, I think that's the North Star absolutely is uh, the dream, isn't it? But you know, there's certainly some things you're doing to to get towards that. And it's interesting what you said about that generation. I think you're absolutely you hit the nail on the head there, isn't you know, they they don't really see why DNI needs to be measured because for them they just want everything to be equal and they want to thrive in thriving environments and inclusive environments and they're very uh, woke about these types of issues. So do you have any final words Vicky you know and where can people connect with you as well? Yeah I think my final words would be um, I'd encourage everyone to harness the differences of others and, and go in with an open mind that curiosity that I was talking about before you know we're going to get it wrong sometimes but that's fine it's all right to say okay I maybe didn't understand and I apologize if I caused you offense but at least have the conversation and that will help us you know and each other to become the best versions of ourselves and in turn help others to do the same. So it is about education. That's my final words on this is, you know, you really do need to go out and educate people, but you can do it in a way without antagonizing them or being seen as an activist or, you know, that there are safe ways in doing that. And, and I always said, there's a, probably another podcast on the whole speak up <laughs> culture and how you have that engagement of that conversation. But in terms of reaching out to me, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, you can reach out to me through Facebook or you can reach out to me through my company email address, all of which I'm sure will be provided at the end of the podcast. Awesome. But there's a number of ways you can reach out to me. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Vicky. Such insightful information about what you're doing at BAE Systems. And I'm sure that people are going to walk away from this episode trying to implement some of these things and you definitely will be getting people contact you I'm sure um so yeah thank you for your time and look forward to seeing you again great thanks Lydia I really enjoyed it thank you for listening to the race forward pod I'm your host Lydia Igwe if you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast do visit us on social media at RaceforwardPod or visit our website www.racefordpod.com. See you in the next episode.